Thank you for tuning in to another episode, you beautiful souls. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you stopped by. I hope that you all had a nice Thanksgiving weekend, however you spent that, whatever you did. And this week, I want to talk about the elephant in the room, the holidays. It's that time of year again, right? The holidays. How many of you go into each holiday season claiming this is going to be different this year. You're going to stress less, spend less, and enjoy more, only to end up repeating all the things that you've done in the years gone by. Don't fret. This is a judgment-free zone here. It's okay if you admit that. And during this episode, though, I want to share a message that will help you through the season. So maybe mark this, download it, whatever, save it so that you can listen to it on repeat to help get you through. And maybe make this be a different way that you get through the year. But before we get it all diving into this. Please let me introduce myself. Hi there, my name is Dr. Kelly Ray and I'm a mindset coach, counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer. And I am super passionate about teaching others how to heal that little rascally of a voice that keeps you stuck, holds you back, causes you to doubt yourself, causes you to feel like you're invisible, causes you to lack some confidence and help you to understand the languaging of that rascal and more importantly how to quiet it down how to tame it how to put it in check so that you can live the vibrant life that you are designed to live and during this episode we're going to be talking about again that elephant in the room the holidays and more importantly ways to reduce its stress whether you're a diehard holiday fan or someone who just wants to get them over the holidays can definitely have stress inducing moments it's funny because so many of us tend to forget that the holidays are the same every year And as a result, when they come around, we're often crushed emotionally and financially because it's just like, oh my God, this just came out of nowhere. Oh my God, it happened so fast this year. Instead of being the season of rest and celebration, it turns into this often stressful and maybe even painful time of year. Even when you plan ahead, holiday stress can still creep up on you without a moment's notice and with flight delays and ongoing season of inflation and endless political campaigning and now two wars causing much division we're all feeling a little raw and more exposed than normal this holiday season and i don't know about any of you But I'm kind of hoping that Clark Griswold from Christmas Vacation shows up and brings some order to the holiday season. So what is holiday stress? Holiday stress, or any kind of stress really, is our mind and body's response to the pressing responsibilities and demands of our lives. Stress is normal. It is a normal part of our life. 
But it's when it gets out of balance, when it becomes abnormal. When we experience a threat, whether it's holiday traffic, passive-aggressive family members, or family fights over Christmas dinner, our brain floods our bodies with stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. Our bodies prepare to take action. Our heart rates spikes, our pupils dilate, and our muscles start to tighten up. In the short term, stress can be very helpful, especially, you know, if you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger or something. All of those aspects come in really handy for focusing and getting things dialed in to get yourself to safety. It keeps you focused and alert, but living in a chronic state of stress causes horrific damage to our mental and physical health. It's like slamming your foot on the gas and the other foot's on the brake at the same time. Eventually, the car engine melts, the brakes fail, and we run the car into the ground. The same is true when we physically, mentally, emotionally live in stress mode. Same thing. The holidays can be wonderful, but they can also be demanding. And in light of extra shopping lists, travel plans, awkward family conversations, and millions of little expectations we place on ourselves, the season will require that we give ourselves and others a whole lot of grace. Stressful events will happen. Undoubtedly. Make no mistake about that. But here's the exciting thing. We get to choose how we respond to those events. And let's be honest. 2023, financial challenges, companies struggling with employee shortages, travel delays, health concerns, lost loved ones, wars, and endless political nonsense, this makes this year holiday season a perfect time for a holiday reset. Holidays don't need to be stressful and filled with drama. And by taking control of your attitude, your approach to conflict, and your actions, you can cut holiday stress in purposeful and dramatic ways. Before getting into some ways to reduce this holiday stress, I want to remind you that as an adult, you have the ability to not do things the way you've always done them, especially if the way you've always done things is stressful and emotionally and financially draining. So let's, let's talk about a few ways to reduce holiday stress. Again, I can't encourage you enough to download this episode, share this episode, because folks need this. We all need to be reminded on how to reduce our stress. Holiday or no holiday. A few years ago, there was a survey that was conducted that found that 62% of people said their stress level increased during the holiday season. 
Imagine what those numbers would be like this year, last year, over the last three years. I can guarantee they've not gone down because so many people are still, still unwillingly to do the work necessary to improve their mindset. But here's the good news. I know you, my loyal listeners, are action takers, which is why I love sharing these things with you because I know that you're gonna take these things, implement them in your life, and make the world around you a better place. This year, let's put in some extra effort to get our minds and hearts in a good place before we head down the road of tradition. I'm not saying that you can't hold your holiday traditions, but I am suggesting evaluating the mental and emotional impact they have on you year after year. Are they joyful? Great. Keep filling the joy. Be that joy. Are they stress-inducing? Do they cause you to feel physically sick before you go? Then I'm going to encourage you to ask yourself why. Why do you put yourself through it every year? Breaking tradition or habits can be a struggle for sure because it bumps up against one of our primordial human needs and that is of connection. We feel like we're gonna lose connection if we no longer play or break some of the traditions that have been maybe harmful, hurtful, damaging, whatever it may be to you, we need to, we need to work through that to see that there are other connections out there to be had that are healthy, that are going to support the values in the life that are fulfilling to you. We can feel like we will be an outsider and that it feels to be unsafe. This is what happens when we bump up against that primordial need. We can feel like, ah, I don't know, I'm going to be lost and I'm not going to have anybody in my corner. And I don't, I don't like the way that feels because that makes me feel lonely. And again, these are all, this right here alone, this conversation right now, and the examples I'm getting are the thoughts that our inner critic would want us to believe. And, and it's a lie, actually. There's 8 billion people on the planet. There's plenty of people to create connections and lifelong friendships and even feel more like family than some families. And this can be challenging to experience, especially during the holidays, but I want to give you some practical things that you can do to get through this holiday season and then take it a step further in January and start making connections so as the year goes on through 2024 and the holidays come, because they do every year, you'll be better prepared for them. But let's get through this year. To help you along, I thought it would be good for us to talk about ways to reduce holiday stress so that we're not another one of those statistics of, you know, not being in good places. Because, again, I know that you that are listening, you want better for your life. You want better for your families. You want better for yourself. So I know that you're going to take, again, 
heed to these things, write them down, jot them down, replay them, so that you have them in your corner as the season goes on. Number one, set boundaries for your schedule and spending. Over the holidays, you get to decide where you go, how long you stay, who you invite into your home, and how much money you'll spend. It might feel like your mom or your father-in-law or your second cousin will be calling the shots, but I'm here to remind you that you, you get to choose. It's so important to set boundaries before you're knee-deep in all of the holiday festivities. The last thing you want is to find yourself doing is making your fifth gingerbread house for the church bake sale and using resentment as frosting. Be around people you enjoy being with and enjoy being with you. Don't feel guilted or pressured into doing something like that. Lastly, don't drive or fly thousands of miles to place to a place that's inhospitable or threatening to your peace of mind. You, you can say no. No is an absolute complete sentence. But should you decide to go, then do so with a good attitude. If you're feeling pressured, then I'm going to suggest that you talk to someone, someone like myself, to find out why saying no to your mental health wellness is difficult. Number two, avoid family conflict. Look, holidays expose our need for boundaries with our families. Even the best families can maybe even drive you crazy at times. So this year, before you even pack your bags, spend some time thinking about the potential conflicts that will pop up. If your Aunt Myrtle has a pattern of gossiping about your other family members, don't be surprised when she starts this year. You can't change her. But you can decide how you want to respond. You can let her know you're not interested in hearing it or you can get up and leave the room. Decide ahead of time how you're going to respond to the patterns and behavior that always show up. This is also about boundaries. Remember, it's not enough to just say, well, I know how this whole dialogue is going to go down, but if you're not changing the way it goes down, then nothing changes. And they can be very subtle shifts and changes that you make that make a big difference in how you get through this. Number three, focus on what you can control. There are only two things on planet Earth you can control, your thoughts and your actions. That's it. You can't control what your parents say. You can't control how your kids feel. And when you take control and ownership of your thoughts and actions, you're better able to do what's best for yourself and your family. Number four, know your role in the situation. Sometimes we experience stress by taking on roles we're never meant to shoulder. For example, if you're going to your girlfriend's house and have to eat her family's weird food, 
Remember that you're not the star of the show. And remember, why did you choose to go there in the first place? For her, right? Showing her support will definitely earn you brownie points. Number five, this is a big one, say no. Remember I mentioned a little bit ago how no is a complete sentence. I love Christmas, I do, as much as the next person. But I love it more like I love Thanksgiving. As a time to gather, enjoy some annual foods and hanging out with the people that I really care about. But there's something about this time of year where you can't be everywhere and with everyone. I mean, let's be honest, it's absurd to try to attend a million white elephant parties, ornament exchanges, and cookie decorating parties. Listen, you can't be everywhere at once, but be really honest with yourself about what you can handle and speak up if it's too much. Remember, it's about the quality, not the quantity. So learn to not feel guilty, especially if you might be a, a people pleaser, to not feel guilty that you have to show up for everything or say yes to every single thing. Because what ends up happening is you end up getting really worn out, very stressed, and you may not want to admit it, but you could be having some resentment for always having to show up and do things. Number six, limit your time on social media. There's an overwhelming amount of information, nonsense, and news, fake or otherwise, streaming through your minds at warp speed. And you may not even be consciously aware of what your mind is storing or how it's processing it. If you're feeling stressed, the last place you should reach for comfort and peace is social media. Those perfect Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest feeds won't do anything but cause you to compare your holiday plans to your weird coworkers or somebody you don't really even like anyway. Social media pictures are a captured moment of someone else's experience, not yours. And remember, behind the scenes, the turkey may have dropped on the floor, certain family members got drunk or high, which may have shifted the mood of the day, and the cleanup afterwards was exhausting. Nobody puts that crap out there, unless they make it into a meme and make it funny. But I'm telling you, we're only getting a snapshot of this, but our brain registers it and immediately that inner critic goes into comparative mode. Save that rascal a little bit of agony and don't go on there. Number seven, picture the holiday season you want to have. Every year we have an opportunity for a reset of last year's idea that didn't go maybe the way we wanted it to. Set expectations for yourself. Who do you want sitting around the table? What do you want to eat? Talk about. Are you having fun with the kids? Are you holding hands with your 
your partner in front of a fire? Are you jamming out to Christmas songs? What is it? Whatever it is, keep that picture in your mind and be willing to share it with those you plan on hanging out with. Ask them what they'd like their holiday season to look like and together collaborate on making it happen as opposed to assuming what is going to happen. Number eight, make a holiday budget. Look, you can start today. You are not behind the eight ball if you start today. A budget is a way to create boundaries for your bank account. And budgeting helps reduce stress. Remember, you get to control your thoughts and your actions, including your spending. A budget will definitely help, especially when impulse buying can be tempting. There's nothing worse than waking up the day after Christmas with no idea where your paycheck went. Number nine, don't overdo it on sugar. You really can have too much of a good thing. And when it comes to the holidays, it can be so tempting to overindulge in these annual treats you wouldn't ordinarily eat. But remember, too much sugar messes up your natural hormone responses, such as blood sugar and insulin levels and your brain's neurotransmitters. Mix that with a lack of sleep, a packed schedule, and you've got the perfect storm for anxiety to step up. Remember to move, 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 move. Being out in nature is important for your emotional and physical health. And movement gives your body a way to process and release stress hormones. So get up, shake that booty, even if it's in your living room, but give yourself permission to actively get physical movement in. Number 10, get plenty of sleep. Anxiety affects at least 40 million people in the U.S. And I'm sure that number is even higher now. And one of the most powerful tools you have to reduce anxiety is sleep. So instead of staying up late for the third night in a row to binge on those holiday movies, prioritize your sleep. Not only will it keep your stress and anxiety at bay, but it will also help your immune system stay healthy. Number 11, protect your downtime. Although the season is one of giving, you don't have to give so much of yourself away that you have nothing left to give. Protect your peace and you'll keep your sanity. To keep your joy intact, Create some breathing room between parties, travel, deadlines at work, kids, school events, and shopping. Try to stick to your normal routine as much as possible. If your average day starts out with you waking up, pouring yourself a cup of coffee, and writing out your gratitude list, then do not skip that. Having some sense of normalcy can help you keep you calm, focused, and ready for the day ahead. Number 12, dealing with canceled plans. We all know what it's like to deal with the disappointment of canceled plans. We've had canceled vacations, canceled family gatherings, canceled birthday parties, canceled paychecks, and even canceled church. 
as we get into the holiday season, you may be facing more canceled plans. Maybe your annual Christmas at mom and dad's isn't happening because either they want to or you want to keep them safe as we enter into cold and flu season. And there might be some concern there. Or maybe someone in the family gets sick last minute and plans have to change. Or maybe the kids can't come this year because they lost their jobs. Whatever you're going through, it's important to reset your expectations. Give yourself, your family, and your friends grace because these circumstances aren't normal. Number 13, make connection your number one priority. Consider this. Your relationships are your emergency funds for lives. So consider this season stockpiling those funds. Make people your priority. The holidays are meant to be filled with joy, thanksgiving, and lingering conversations around the table with laughter. But connections don't happen by accident. You must be intentional. Slow down and think about what you really want to do this season. Don't allow yourself to once again caught up in the hustle and bustle that you forget to enjoy peopling with those you love most. And remember, we must give grace to others and how they'd like to spend the holiday season as well. Perhaps there's some compromising without sacrificing yours or their peace. Maybe it's collectively deciding to do something. As we begin to wrap up this week's episode, I would very much like to dedicate this episode to a very dear friend of mine, Lori Burney. We've been friends for a number of years, and this week, Lori passed away after fighting for cancer for 19 years. She was not only an amazing, beautiful, kind soul with a heart as big as the world. She was an incredible therapist. It saddens me to think that she has left so soon because her work was incredible. And I know how much she would have been helping her clients this year to get through these holidays. And I know we've talked many times about how important it is to mind our thoughts because our thoughts tend to direct our actions, whether it's spouting off at someone or getting, you know, grumpy in the car lane or the shopping center, whatever it may be. Those are momentary things, but those momentary actions create so much bigger of a difference later down the road. Being mindful of just this alone, of the loss of someone so near, so dear, so special, it kind of puts into perspective of what the holidays really are about and how we have the ability, should we so choose, 
to create something so simple, so beautiful, and so impactful by managing our thoughts and our words and our actions so that we can have a holiday that is filled with love, joy, and laughter. I want to remind you that while stress is a part of life, if we don't listen and respond to it, our stress will quickly turn into anxiety. So I remind you to let's just do our part to be gracious and generous with ourselves and the people that we care about because in the end, that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that your kids and grandkids are going to remember is how you made them feel. Not by all the stuff that you could potentially buy them. If you found this helpful or would like more topics like this, then I'm going to encourage you to send me a message or an email, which I'll share ways for you to do that so that I can, I can, I can talk about that for you. I'm also going to encourage you, as I do each week, to not only follow this podcast, but to share it. Because we never know when the message is meant to connect with somebody who's going through something that's not something that they're talking about. Often, when we're going through something, we don't talk about it. But we might hear something that makes an impactful difference in our lives so that we can learn to rise up and heal and perform better for ourselves. Lastly, here's some ways that you can connect with me. And if you need to schedule some time with me to help you get through this season, I'm so happy to do that. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B. B is in brown. I'm on TikTok at Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much. Love.